listening to Sub Dogs Live on this Thursday, October 19th edition of the show. I'm Stephen Igo, joined by Macy O'Donnell, former ECU football player, as always, on Sub Dogs Live. We are going to highlight the student athlete life at East Carolina. Today, we're going to talk to a couple of cross country student athletes. They got a big American Athletic Conference championship coming up in about a week and a half or a week and a couple of days. We'll talk to them about that as they're going to host it. And we'll discuss that on today's show. We'll also talk to a player for women's lacrosse and a swimming and diving athletes, uh, Sophie Binkuski from the swimming team. So really looking forward to that. Callie Meininger from lacrosse and Alyssa Zach and Alex Sawyer from cross country. And they just had a great performance uh, this past Saturday as well. Well, Maceo, excited about uh, getting you back. First off, man, you had to miss a show a couple weeks ago. You missed your former teammate, Holton Aylers. We had Holton here with a couple of uh, golf players. So, Good to have you back. Yeah, I'm definitely happy to be here. I had to text Holton and told him that I uh, wasn't going to make it, but hopefully I get to see him soon again. I know he's out in Seattle, so he's preparing for a game and ready for his shot. So, But I'm happy to be back. Yeah, man, he's bounced on and off that practice squad a number of times. I guess it's just a numbers game, but he got re-signed last week. Uh, got the chance to travel with the Bengals, so that was cool. And uh, let's, You know, you just wrapped up your, your playing career at East Carolina. Now you're a sideline reporter for the football team, man. So what's it been like you – you took some instructions from Mike Houston on the practice field as a player. Now you're interviewing him. So what's that transition been like for you? Yeah, the roles have definitely kind of reversed. Um, but he's he's been he's been great. Coach has been really good about it. And it gives me a chance to still be around players and friends of mine that I've been around, you know, pretty much every day for the past five years. Um, but it's a really good experience getting my feet wet out there um, in the media world. But coach has been great. And hopefully I get to keep doing it for a little while. So how, how often did he yell at you as a player and how often has he yelled at you as a media member? It's pretty even. Um, he's yelled at me pretty much uh, the same amount. Um, as a young player, you know, you get yelled at more, but it's a little bit different now, kind of working with him in a sense. Um, but he's been, for the most part, pretty good about it. And he always gives me very thorough and, and thoughtful answers. And you, uh, you, you know, you picked a tough year to transition to media because we got to ask the questions and uh, it's one in five right now. Nobody wants to be one in five. So, you know, first off, ECU hosting Charlotte this weekend. It is homecoming week. You got the homecoming parade on Saturday morning and then the homecoming game Saturday at two o'clock. They're hosting Charlotte. Any early thoughts on the game between the 49ers and Pirates? I mean, just got to get a big win on homecoming. Um, I know he's probably preaching that all week this week. I'm going to have a great crowd, a lot of family and friends and, and former athletes that are going to be back in town. So you got to get a big win. And um, I think Charlotte's opponent, an opponent that we can beat and we should you know, I think we should probably blow him out Saturday. So knock on wood. Hey, we are at Sub Dogs Live. Apparently Biff Pogey is going to make an appearance here. I guess okay. tomorrow uh, the Charlotte coach wants to come by and uh, leave a hot dog review. So that'll be interesting to see yeah. uh, what he thinks of Sub Dogs. It's an amazing spot as always. So very excited to be back on this Thursday show. All right, let's get our first break in. We will have our initial student athlete join us on the other side. It will be Alex Sawyer from the cross-country team. He will join us next. You're listening to Subdogs Live. We'll be right back. why no one else pizza the hut 75 cent boneless wings while prices go up ours dip 
Would you look at that dunk? 75 cent boneless wings from Pizza Hut. That's why no one out Pizza the Hut. When your pirates come out to compete, we want to make sure our team is ready and our field is too. That's why we trust Eastern Turf Maintenance to maintain our fields, and you can too. From fertilization and weed control to aeration, let the team at Eastern Turf Maintenance make your lawn the envy of the neighborhood. From the stadium to your backyard, Eastern Turf Maintenance can make your lawn game day beautiful. Stay ahead of the game. Call Eastern Turf Maintenance today for your free estimate. Being a divorce attorney isn't just a job, it's a calling. At Irons and Irons, we take that responsibility seriously. Our team of dedicated professionals is second to none. Our firm offers a level of skill and personal attention that only we can provide. If you need an experienced divorce attorney who truly cares about you and your family, call me today or visit our website at ironsandirons.com. I'm an average guy, a lot like you. My job took a toll on my body, but I'm not giving in to the pain, and neither should you. There's a new game when it comes down to relief from agonizing joint pain, and that's QC Kinetics. Elite athletes have used these amazing natural treatments for years. QC Kinetics, a long-lasting solution for joint pain. No surgery or downtime. You and me, we got things to do. Go ahead, coach. Come on, team, let's go! Want to know why no one out pizza the hut? 75 cent boneless wings. While prices go up, ours dip. Ooh-wee! Would you look at that dunk? 75 cent boneless wings from Pizza Hut. That's why no one out pizza the hut. All right, welcome back into Sup Dogs Live, Thursday, October 19th edition of the show. Sup Dogs Live, Stephen Igo is here. Macy O'Donnell is to my right. And to my left, we've got our first student athlete of the day. He is Alex Sawyer from Cross Country and also from the track and field team. As you were telling us, you run both. We're yes. going to talk a lot about uh, cross country, but... uh. Big time of uh, big time of year. You guys are getting ready for a championship as your regular season just kind of wrapped up. So first off, let's start there, Alex. Just you guys will be hosting the American Championship here next Saturday. So what's that experience going to be like? It's it's definitely going to be crazy. Um, hosting a conference meet is a really big deal. So you got to really show up, make sure you're on your A game. Um, when you host something like that, you you want to make sure like you do something when you when you host it we got the home crowd like it should be it'll be fun you guys y'all just ran the the pirate invitational which is going to be on the same course at overton's lake christie and i was talking with billy caldwell you guys as head coach from our radio show uh yesterday so how much of an advantage does that provide getting the chance to run on your home course and then turn around and and compete there again uh i mean you get to feel out the course of course it changes here and there um there's a big change this year with how the how the courses ran so we get to not only race there but we also get to work out there and run there so it gives us an advantage we know where the hard parts are where the 
where certain times in the race is going to get tough and we can be able to work through that in workouts and then have a better game plan going in towards the race. So, so we were talking, I was talking with some of your teammates before the show started. And I think this is probably the, the biggest question non cross country athletes have, like, do you guys just sit and run all day or what kind of training do you do? What is that like? Because I couldn't imagine just having to run over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the sport is actually how you recover because you beat up your body so much every day. Um, I mean, we only run anywhere between like, I don't know, some people do more than others, but like on an average, like you're only running like an hour, 30 minutes beforehand goes into drills about 20, 30 minutes after goes into drills, even up to an hour doing other things such as like rehab and whatever treatment in the training room. So it's not just running, but it's a big part. So only an hour. So how long do you run usually in an hour? Like how many miles or whatever? How, how long do you run? Uh, it depends. We have like certain sessions that are different each day. One day I could run up to 12 miles, 13 miles. One day I could run like six or seven. Um, Say that, say that one more time for the so the audience really can hear that. <laughs> so, about some sessions can be 12, 13 miles. Some sessions can be six or seven. It all depends on the day. Some people run 80 miles a week. Some people like myself run around 40. Just all depends. It's a lot of running, man. But yeah. uh, how many shoes do you average going through? Because I run it not nowhere near that amount. Like maybe a couple miles, uh, uh, you know, every few days. And I go through a couple pairs of shoes a year so how about you how many pairs of shoes are you going through personally probably like probably around like seven eight some people can do like need to get a shoe like every month and a half so i believe it and the ecus and adidas school so i'm sure you guys get some adidas gear yeah you know whether you're competing or you know running what do you like to wear as far as shoe style do you have a specific style or a brand you really follow uh personally i've been an asics guy since i really got into running um there's no rule against not wearing adidas it's known that running shoes are diverse so they give us some leeway with that especially when it comes to like injuries and stuff some people have shoes that they they just can't run in adidas some people run in adidas personally i'm an asics guy um coke is another big one um but yeah no asics for me big fan of asics so when you go to like buy a new pair do you go try them on see how they feel or do you just know like a certain type of the asics is what you're going to graduate to next normally unless they made some big changes that they normally announce i'll probably just buy the shoe and then i I mean normally i just order the same shoe yeah just roll with it there's something wrong i'll send it back but normally it's not that so tell us kind of what the the events are like so is it you know i know you said 12 miles is it something like that what are the events for on meet day so on cross country um during the regular season it's anywhere between 6k and 8k which is three and three quarters a mile to five miles and then once you get into championship season like um regionals and nationals they'll run upwards of 10k which is a little over six miles so what's that what's your time you usually are doing that in uh i ran the 8k last weekend in 24 minutes which is about 450 per mile for Wait, five miles so about five minutes a mile yeah pretty so, much so you don't even need a car for real nah okay where do you drive anywhere around town or do you run everywhere <laughs> that's a good question i don't run everywhere i can't lie i i, I it's too much energy i walk around 
That's fair enough. All right. So, and you also do track and field on the side as well. You play six in the mile at the AAC championships last year. So tell us about that running track and cross country trying to do both. Yeah. So a distance runner for sure is a year round commitment. You almost need cross country in order to run track. So there's really, I mean, it's just, it's a commitment all year round. Um, you, you train differently for each, you run a lot more in cross country, but you still got to run enough in order to perform in the distance events and track. Um, I personally like track more. Uh, you run faster, shorter races, it's not as mentally draining, but it's normally fun. And you got the, and you got people surrounding the track individual, like it just gets crazy. Cross country is a little more spread out. Yeah. So what's that kind of dynamic of it, like, like with your teammates, you know, it's male and female, not many sports are like that, um, especially at this level. So what is that kind of dynamic having such a wide variety of teammates? It makes it fun. I mean, we have like 80 people, like if, if you have 80 if you have 80 people cheering for you like that's a lot of that's right. a lot of like voices like it's loud it gets hype it's fun would you say you guys are pretty close as a team or yeah i would say like our event our event groups have their own clicks but like overall when we're at a meet everyone's yelling for each other it's tight it's it's a good it's a good time so we got alex sawyer here from cross country and track and field he's a junior from virginia beach princess Anne high school we were talking 757 so you started at William & Mary. What led you to East Carolina as a transfer? Um, a few different things. When I was at William & Mary, it was a COVID year, and it was one of the programs that got cut. Um, so I was looking at ECU when I was a senior in high school. I had a good friend here who uh, spoke a word for me and, and got me on just a, a better deal than I would have gone on by myself. So I had to he used to run on the team. His name's Josh Barris. So I got to give him a lot of credit for that. He kind of got me here. He convinced me. And uh, I don't know. The atmosphere here was different when I visited. I had a good time. I can't lie. So, yeah, team was awesome, super open, super inviting, and just thought of it as an environment that I would perform really well and have fun, be so, comfortable. So second year at ECU, along with, I mean, you're running track and cross country, so you're pretty busy. But, like, when you get free time around town, like what do you like to do? Do you like to just chill at your apartment or, you know, what do you like to do to pass the time? Honestly, I'm a more chill at the apartment type of guy. I got a dog now. He's over there. So okay. I normally go on walks with him and stuff like that. But yeah, I watch movies. Kind of more of a laid back guy. Yeah, just chill. So have you guys been able to go to football games? Is that something you like to do as a team? Or I don't know if you host recruits like that or... Is that something you guys do? Yeah, we 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 pull up to football games. We try to group up and we have our own spot in like the student section of the stands. So normally we get people over at the house and stuff like that. And we'll walk over my house about half a mile from the stadium. So, yeah. You don't run? Nah. What's up? What, so dog, what's the dog's name and what's the breed? Raylan. And he's everything, but okay. mainly a lab, pit, uh, shepherd mix. Energetic or is he chill like you? He, he can be energetic. He's sporadic, but he's 95 sure. pounds. Okay. So if if he's energetic, you got to watch out. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll tackle you. Down. Yeah, he'll yeah. knock you down. So getting back to cost country, how do you kind of, you know, just improve? I know this is your second year here at ECU, but what are some things that you work on? Maybe it's technique-wise or fundamentals. What are some things that you work on to become better? Um, because I know I'm joking with you a little bit, but a lot of people think you just run, mm -hmm. but I know it's definitely more than that. So what are some things that you have learned or just kind of your technique and, and thought process? Uh, personally, I find myself 
the more consistent I can be, the better I can be. And that's normally the same for most people. Um, in order for me to do that, I got to be in the trainer. I have to be doing exercises, rehab. I have to lift weights more in order to stay strong, healthy, allow my body to handle the stress that I'm putting on it. So part of what's gotten me to the point that I am and as good as I am today is probably commitment and doing my rehab and, and treatment with my trainers every day. How much nutritionally, like, are you allowed to have many cheat days? Or do you got to stay pretty, uh, pretty on top of it? Uh, on meat week, I try to, I think most people try to eat a little bit cleaner, but, uh, honestly, sometimes you just got to get the calories in. Right. So it just all depends, but normally, normally pretty decent. I would the 80, 20 rule falls pretty well for runners. Fair enough. All right. So we got Halloween coming up. We're going to ask everybody here and on next week's show, uh, if they're willing to reveal what their costume will be for this year. And do you have a favorite costume of past years? Hmm. So I'll answer that. Like, so I did have a costume and that's the one I'll tell you about. I was going to be Joker, but then I grew a beard. So can't really do that. Um, and then I have like a messed up mullet right now. So I can't really do that. Um, favorite Halloween costumes from the past. I can't say my friend dressed up as a football player and he like wore the pads for like 48 hours afterwards. So that was probably, it wasn't the costume itself. It was the person. Yeah. Yeah. So I would probably have to go with that one. Good stuff. Well, uh, Alex, it was awesome meeting you. We appreciate the time on today's edition of Sup Dogs Live. Best of luck in the American Championship coming up next Saturday as well. And I know you're counting on fans to get out there and support you guys. So best of luck on that, uh, that meet. Appreciate you. Absolutely. That's Alex Sawyer. Appreciate his time. We'll visit with Alyssa Zach, another cross-country runner who will be competing in the American Championship next Saturday. So let's take a break. We'll come right back. We'll visit with Alyssa on the other side. This is Sup Dogs Live. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. Shop your home field favorites for a great selection of all new electric vehicles like the all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, Petey the Pirate approved, and perfect for an ECU game day. Find yours today at your home team Nissan dealer and get to the game in a new Nissan Aria. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. Introducing the new and improved taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar. Now more delicious. Zero never tasted so good. Try it now. This is about you, your family, and the health of all who live in Eastern North Carolina. This is about the transformation of a health system into something more powerful and more human. About creating new ways to treat disease and keep you well. This is about ECU Health, which is to say, it's really all about you. ECU Health. Minds. Hearts. Purpose. All these other banks are changing names right and left. They don't care like they used to care a long time ago. Jim Clement, president of Town Insurance, talks about Town's people here in Greenville. With Town Insurance and now Town Bank, the folks that work for us have that attitude where if somebody walks in, I'm here to help them. And I think that's the team that Town Bank's put together here. They have that attitude. Honesty, it's sincerity, it's hard work, it's genuineness that, that, that these people have that are here. 
Visit your local Optimum store and power your home with 99.9% reliable internet. And stay connected at home and on the go with Optimum Mobile and save even more with an eligible trade-in. Plus, unlock exclusive Optimum Complete Savings up to $15 a month on internet when you add mobile. Get the complete connectivity you deserve. Visit Optimum.com slash stores to find the nearest location. Get closer, go farther with Optimum. Welcome back into Sub Dogs Live on this Thursday edition of the show, Thursday, October 19th edition of Sub Dogs Live. We just talked to Alex Sawyer, and now we're going to talk to Alyssa Zach, also from Cross Country. Stephen Igo here, Macy O'Donnell, former ECU football player, to my right, now joined by Alyssa Zach. So, Alyssa, we just talked to Alex. you kind of nervous after watching him or you like, did they calm you down a little bit for seeing one of your teammates uh, handle it so well? I think it just made me more nervous because he did a great job. You'll be fine. Just got, just got to open up for yourself and you'll be good. And I want to start, we'll start with cross country or we'll continue with cross country a little bit, but so looking at your bio, Embry Riddle was the former college you were at. And nice. I, I know a lot of universities and colleges. I've never heard of Embry Riddle. It looks like it's like an aviation school, and you you were telling us you were there for more of the, I guess, the mechanical or engineering side. So talk us, what led you there in the first place, and then what led you to East Carolina? That's a great question. Um, I was never really interested in planes or aviation. Uh, I was looking to study mechanical engineering, though, because my mom is a chemical engineer, and I love math, and I love science, so I thought that would be a good fit. Um, and I also wanted the really warm weather. I'm originally from Pennsylvania and I dislike the snow. I dislike the cold. So I want it as warm as possible. And Embry-Riddle is in Daytona Beach, Florida. So you can't get much warmer than that in the United States. So uh, that's why I ended up down there. And then I realized I didn't like mechanical engineering and there was not many other majors. And I still did not want to do anything with airplanes. So that's why I had a transfer. And you found your, your way to ECU. Did you have other suitors uh, when you were being recruited in the in the portal? I guess you were in the portal. So what what other colleges, you know, came after you? And what, why ECU? I guess it's still pretty warm here as opposed to, uh, to Pennsylvania. Yeah. So funny enough, my cutoff state as north as I would go was North Carolina. I didn't want to go any more north than that because it's literally the weather alone. Um, I was definitely talking to a lot of schools. It was definitely a stressful time just because I was still in school. We were having our conference meet for track. And when I was talking to these coaches, I couldn't actually visit anywhere. So I signed to ECU pretty much blindly, never talking to a single person on the team, never visiting campus, uh, but really talking to the coach at the time, Josie Weaver and the head coach, Coach Kraft, they were the ones who really got me interested in ECU because their just whole philosophy was faith and family first. And I found that that was really important. And I thought that was lacking a lot. 
of my team at Embry-Riddle. So that's kind of why I ended up in ECU. And it was also a big school with lots of majors in case I need to switch my major around. Yeah. So how's that transition been? Have your you know teammates kind of been open to you and kind of brought you into the family? Um, I know it can kind of be different going from one place to another and meeting a whole group, new group of people. But how's that transition been for you? It's been very good. I would say that I became like best friends with all the freshmen when I came in here, but I came in here as a junior and I still lived on campus and I actually lived with the swim team because they didn't have any other runners for me to live with. So I got close with the swimmers who were my year and I got close with all the freshman girls. And after that, I mean, it was very easy just to get in with the team and it was nice that it was almost a natural leader uh just because of my age and because of my experience so they welcomed me very much yeah i know alex said you know to be a you know a runner or a cross-country track athlete you have to kind of keep up your shape year round um so how did you kind of do that growing up in pennsylvania where it's cold because i would not be outside if it was freezing like that yeah sadly the worst weeks is going home for winter break and over christmas time when it is just miserable especially from going from here up to pennsylvania it seems even colder uh, but yeah, I really don't like the treadmill even more than I dislike the cold. So I will go out there every single day like I have to. We've got Alyssa Zach from Cross Country here. You guys have a big championship coming up in a uh, about a week and two days. You guys will host it at uh, Overton's Lake Christie. Y'all just competed there and you helped lead uh, the women to a first place finish. So we had Billy Caldwell on uh, Hoist the Colors, my radio show yesterday. He was very proud of you guys. So what, what did that mean to come in first at the, uh, the home meet? We had really great momentum just going into the race. And I think some of our bigger races that we were at, they, you know, we didn't have everything quite come together for us. We only had maybe six girls for each of our previous races. So the fact that we couldn't even go with a full lineup, which is generally seven to nine, um, yeah, it's like a little bit disheartening, but the fact that we finally got to show up with almost a full squad at our home meet and be able to race and race well. So I definitely think it was a big confidence booster and hopefully we'll able to carry all the momentum into our conference meet now. So Lake Christy, walk us through, like, is it a challenging path to run or is it like pretty friendly? Like what, what do you, you know, how do you compare it to other, other paths out there? It's a beautiful course, honestly. Uh, I mean, Parker Overton, he's so fortunate enough that... <laughs> he's able to like host us for the meet and he takes great care of his property and there's also not a lot of hills which is good uh there's just a little tiny uphill in the beginning but then you finish on a beautiful downhill so i think overall the course is awesome and it runs very fast yeah so i'm guessing we're looking at it you went to embry riddle we talked about it a little bit but how's the competition level change from you know kind of a smaller school um to a bigger school and, and i'm guessing a bigger conference how's that competition level changed or i don't know if it did or it didn't it definitely did. Uh, Embry-Riddle was a Division II school, and we were in the Sunshine Belt Conference. And it was interesting enough, I raced the 1500 there, but then when I came here, I started doing long distance. So not only did I change events essentially in track, but also the competition changed drastically. But now I have teammates that I can train with. While at Embry-Riddle, my sophomore year there, I was mostly training on my own. So it's really nice that I'm able to finally train with people. So it's nice that there's more competition amongst my team as well. So, so what kind of things, you know, in your training and preparation, um, what kind of things do you focus on, whether that's like weightlifting or kind of a mental thing? Because for me, I, I look at it as kind of, you're running so long, you, your mindset has to be right and you kind of have to be focused and really locked in on what you're doing. Um, so tell us a little bit about that preparation. Yeah, running is a huge mental sport. I think once you get to the top and like a competitive level, I think 
often everyone's bodies physically are very similar, but that's when the mental aspect comes into it. So I wish I could tell you my big secret for how I can run so well, but usually it's just a balance between trying to block everything else out while not letting yourself settle. Um, one of my old teammates from Empty Riddle Grayson, she used to tell me all the time, enter pain before I would race. And as scary as it sounds, but like when you're standing on that line, you need to be ready to feel that pain. And some people just know how to handle it better. What is the longest you've ever ran without stopping? Uh, 16 miles. How, how much pain were you in at that point? Uh, I mean, a decent amount, a decent amount. Yeah. Right. Do you like after a 16 mile run in the days to follow? Do you feel it more each day, or is it like the day, the day after? Like, when is the worst part of running that that far? Oh, well, we accidentally did 16 miles, we were only supposed to go 15. This is when I was down at Embry Riddle and I was extremely dehydrated. So, I would say I was pretty down bad afterwards, but usually it's the day after when you're trying to get up and go for that early morning shakeout after a long run. That's usually when it hurts the most. Doesn't sound fun. All right, let's talk about more fun things. Uh, off the track or when you guys are not running on the course, what do you like to do in your free time if you find any outside of running to, to kind of pass the time? Uh, my favorite thing to do is walk my dog. And I know that was kind of Alex Sawyer's answer, but I rescued a dog last April and he's a little blind Yorkie poo and his name is Caesar. I wanted to bring him here tonight, but my roommate said no because he's probably going to bark through the whole interview. So that's fine. But otherwise, Caesar would be here. Uh, yeah, so I really like to walk my dog. I like being outside. I also love to read, but I feel like I don't have as much time as I would like for that. Sure. You, you said that, I think you said science and math were also fun to you yeah. and you were doing mechanical engineering. Was that right? Yes. So what do you want to do you know, in the future once you get done? Oh, I have no idea. I'm now studying uh, biology and chemistry with a minor in math. So I like to think I have a broad enough degree that I can do a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, I really don't know. That's tough. I uh, I tried to do exercise physiology. I couldn't make it through chemistry, so I changed communication. So here I am. But uh, when you look at the upcoming championship meet, how much would like a big home crowd fuel you guys when you're running through that pain and you hear them cheering for you? Like, What does that mean to you guys? Well, I'm definitely one of those people that when I run, I want people to be cheering for me as loud as possible because that really gets me through it. And it's so nice that with the whole meet, pretty much everyone's family's come out too. So it's nice to have the Greenville community around us, but also like having everyone's parents and families come into town. So that's always really special. Awesome. Well, Alyssa, Zach, it's been great to get to know you. Best of luck to you, Alex, and all your teammates at the upcoming championship meet. Again, I think that starts at 9 a.m., next saturday Correct. free attendance so anybody in the area that wants to go support can do that and best of luck thanks for coming on the show thank you she is Alyssa zach on sub dogs live we'll be right back after this break we'll be joined by women's across player callie meininger we'll visit with her we talked to several teammates in past weeks now we'll put her under the fire see what she's got to uh to say on sub dogs live we'll be right back if you have an appetite for saving money, get the new Rofo Rewards app from Royal Farms. Use the Rofo Rewards app to make purchases or place mobile orders for pickup or delivery and earn royalty points redeemable for free stuff. Download the new Rofo app at the Apple App Store or Google Play. And right now, new Rofo Rewards members will get a free any size coffee for signing up. Get the new Rofo Rewards app today. It's a very app-healing app to have. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. All these other banks are changing names right and left. They don't 
care like they used to care a long time ago. Jim Clement, president of Town Insurance, talks about Town's people here in Greenville. With Town Insurance and now Town Bank, the folks that work for us have that attitude where if somebody walks in, I'm here to help them. And I think that's the team that Town Bank's put together here. They have that attitude. Honesty, it's sincerity, it's hard work, it's genuineness that, that these people have that are here. All right, welcome back into Sup Dogs Live on this Thursday, October 19th edition of the show. We just talked to a couple of cross-country athletes, uh, Alex Sawyer and Alyssa Zach. We're now going to go with probably our, I feel like it's our most popular sport on Sup Dogs Live thus far, uh, women's lacrosse. And uh, we've got Callie Meininger joining us on the show. I did say that right. Yeah, you okay. did. You did. Double checking. People always mess up uh, my last name. I'm Stephen Igo, Macy O'Donnell. They mess up Maceo's first name. It's not Macchio, it's Maceo. So uh, we're all making sure the names are right here. So, all right, Callie, we've talked to a lot of your teammates. What type of scatter report did they give you coming into tonight's show? Um, They kind of just told me not to be nervous. I kind of wasn't nervous coming in. And I think that makes it a little bit easier. It's definitely more conversational, less interview-esque. Right, yeah. That's what we're trying to do, at least. And, uh, you know, we we try to keep it somewhat low-key. But so junior year, you've you've been here two years now. You you guys did experience a coaching change. Uh, Obviously, super happy for the previous coach moving on to Ohio State. But how have things gone with, uh, you know, Brittany Dipper coming in? Good. Um, We love Brittany Dipper. I think the coaching change was definitely, um, we took it in and kind of took it by how it was. And now we've pushed on. And I think it was definitely hard accepting like what happened. I mean, we didn't expect our coach to leave, but that stuff happens. And now it's not really, we don't really talk about it anymore because full on to the new season, new coach. I mean, we're all happy to be here, happy to have the new coach. And I don't think the culture's ever really shifted. I mean, that's one thing we said, we were here for each other and we play the sport because we love it. And we stayed here because we love each other. So, I mean, coaches come and go, but we're all here for each other all the time. Yeah, so I know you, obviously you weren't a recruiter, you know, you guys as new coach, but how has it been, you know, this is your third year, um, a junior upperclassman, so how has that kind of thrown you to a leadership role of kind of being a, a captain out in the field and a vocal point of the team? Yeah, I think um, coming in, I mean, I definitely, I started playing as a freshman, didn't think that would happen, but I did, and then I've been playing ever since, so I think that leadership role definitely grew, and I think now, just with experience under my belt, it's kind of put me in a better position to lead other people and to be a more vocal point on the field. But I think a lot of what happens on the field is because of what happens off the field. So being a leader, um, whether that's in the classroom or whether that's socially, but I mean, I can't believe I'm a junior. I feel like I just got here. But um, I mean, talking to the freshmen, talking to the sophomores, but then we also have fifth years. Um, so kind of growing into that leadership role. but. I mean, no matter what grade you are, you could be a leader. I know you say you didn't expect to start your freshman year. So what were what were kind of your thoughts coming in as, fre- as a freshman and then now as a junior? You know, how has your kind of thought process changed and was it everything you expected it to be? Um, I did not expect to play freshman year just because, I mean, 
I was a pretty weak freshman defender and you come in and there's girls lifting like 130 pounds. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm lifting like 75 and I'm supposed to be pushing these girls over. Um, but I think it kind of just is, you have to play to your strengths. And if you get on that field and play with confidence, you can set yourself up for success. And I think defense itself is a unit. Um, and I was welcomed with open arms by a unit um, of fifth years and seniors. And when I first came, I was the, it was a freshman, sophomore, and then three fifth years. So that was a little bit hard, but I think ever since then we've kind of grown and played for each other with each other. And I think now, um, especially with a younger team we have right now, we have a lot of younger girls and a lot of older girls, not many of us in between, but uh, we've kind of grown to just accept each other for who we are and the age doesn't really matter as much. 36 games you've played in over the last two years, the previous two years, and that's a lot of experience going into your junior year, like you said. So how much do you feel like you've improved that specific points of the game? You talked about getting stronger, but as a defender, like what have been the big keys for you to, to really elevate your game? Um, I think one of the huge keys was running. I mean, I don't know, the cross country people were just talking about it and I hate running, but I think a huge part of it is running itself and conditioning and kind of just that endurance piece. Uh, especially last year and the year before I was a fifth defender, which in the lacrosse world, you fly on and off, which was like a sprint on and off every time. And we joke about it. It was a fast sprint to the box on and off every time. But I mean, it whipped me right into shape. And then now kind of with our new strength coach, he's been awesome just keeping us really endured and kind of building up that endurance so that when we rest, our rest and recovery is pretty quick. So that turnaround is quick. And yeah, strength. I mean, I'm not, Definitely not one of the strongest in the weight room, but I can I can push girls around still. So there you go. This, how much is it about attitude when you get out there? You just gotta like impress yeah. that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I I would say I have a pretty hard punch, first initial punch. So I think if you just play with confidence, and I mean your attacker has no idea who you are, how much you lift, what you do. So if you just play and you go out there like you're a badass, sorry, but you just go out there like you are. I mean, your attacker's not gonna She's not going to know. Yeah, so what what kind of things do you guys do in the weight room? Because I think that's something I didn't know growing up here in the South. We didn't have too many lacrosse teams. Um, so I didn't realize how physical it was. So what do you guys kind of do to to prepare yourself for that physicality? So we bench, clean, and squat. Uh, we've done that ever since my freshman year. Uh, that benching piece is huge just because, I mean, a lot of it is your arm strength stick, stick skills, but a lot of it is your legs. Uh, especially defense, you have to have a strong lower body frame, uh, but you also have to have strong arms and then your core because you got to put that all together. I think a lot of it also is just running up and down, constantly going through beatings. I mean, we don't wear much gear. We don't really like boys, you wear helmets and gloves and pads and everything, but we do beat each other up quite a bit. I mean, I don't have the bruises, but the attackers definitely do. So I think just like in the weight room, especially, they do they do put us through it. I mean, with our old strength coach, Frank, he was the football strength right. coach, and he definitely he definitely put us through it. Yeah, I'm familiar with Frank. He definitely was 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 hard on us. But yeah. you know, besides your sport, what are some things that you kind of like to do in your free time? I know you guys are pretty close knit um, lacrosse team. So what do you guys kind of do in your free time? I think I heard that a lot of you guys cook. I don't know if that was one of you, but I've heard you guys are pretty good cookers over there. Um, I think a lot of us. I'm definitely not one of the better ones, but we're together all the time. Like we say, like we are definitely a very close-knit team. I mean, we spend all day at practice together. And then 
I mean, I come home and talk to my roommates all day in the living room and then probably go to a teammate's house after. We're together all the time. But um, it's the best. I mean, I'm from a big family and it kind of feels just like a big family. Um, I'm also a teacher, so I do that um, when I'm not playing lacrosse. And then, I mean, I don't really do much in my free time besides hang out with them. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to hang out with anyone else. All right, wait. So you're a teacher. I what do you teach? I'm a special education teacher. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm in my internship one right now. So Fridays I go in and teach all day. What made you want to get into that field? And, I mean, obviously a very you know rewarding field when you kind of see some of the smiles on their faces, I'm sure. Yeah, so my mom is actually a special education teacher. Um, I kind of just knew from the beginning that I wanted to be a teacher. I've never wanted to do anything else. And, I mean, that went into a huge part of why I came here. This school was like, you can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. You're going to be able to cross there for four, maybe five years, but you're going to do what you do for the rest of your life. And I do want to be a teacher for as long as I can be. And um, I don't know. I just love kids and I love being around kids, especially special education. I mean, um, it's a it's a different world of people you work with and you kind of grow to love and accept everyone. And I mean, there's nothing better to do. That's awesome. All right. So we got Halloween coming up. Oh, yeah. with your teammates so do y'all like make it a competition so you can have the best costume and do you know what you're going to be this year and are you willing to reveal it oh i do i do know what i'm gonna be so one night we're being cheerleaders you gotta have multiple nights right, right. This of course is, this is the thing um and then me and my roommates are being different types of britney spears so <laughs> which which are you willing to reveal which britney spears you are red britney okay well, that's that's not a bad one to be no uh what's your favorite costume of past years um I we did uh for lacrosse we do like a competition every year of like grades and my freshman year we were we were duck dynasty full out wigs camo paint everything that was definitely one of my favorites I mean can't beat that yeah for sure so um it's that year you're from Maryland so um just talk to us a little bit about kind of how you got to ECU I know it's not that far um but you obviously everyone gets recruited and through that process you have you know different options so kind of tell us how you chose ECU. Yeah, so lacrosse, I mean, the hotspot of it is Maryland. Um, I played on a pretty competitive club team, so that definitely helped a lot. Um, a lot of my coaches uh, build a big network with a lot of college coaches, and through one of those coaches, I actually talked to ECU. Um, but a lot of a lot of us lacrosse players have similar experiences. None of us ever really knew about ECU before we came here. Um, ECU was reached out to a lot of us and kind of got us to come here. We did the whole football thing, um, met with the team. And kind of when I came here, I just knew it was a fit. The team was great. Um, the coaches were great. Uh, the players were great. And then like, I don't think you can beat Greenville and especially learning about EC when I was here. It's definitely like the place that I wanted to be. What does it mean to, to you girls to take a program that was a startup and elevate it every year last year you know, your your best program finish. And I know y'all maybe didn't finish the season wins and losses wise how you wanted to, but y'all are really close to taking down some top-notch teams. So what does that mean, mean to you guys and now hopefully taking that next step this season? Yeah, so um, my freshman year, we kind of went off the whole theme of something to prove. Uh, we all said it to each other all the time. We had bracelets, like it was our motto for the year. Something to prove to each other, something to prove to um, the rest of the lacrosse teams around us, something to prove to yourself kind of and i think a lot of us really took that and ran with it so we've kind of carried that theme into every year but i mean we come out we compete with each other every day we push each other every day 
So I think just proving that to other people that we are here to play, we are here to win. Our sport should be respected. Our we like we're a team of hardworking women that can win and want to win and want to finish the job. And I think I mean we're surrounded by great schools, UNC, and um, just being around schools like that, we have a great opportunity to, I mean, show what ECU has. And I think a lot of us just want to win so so what would you say to your your younger self um going through that process and finally getting here to greenville what would you kind of tell your younger self if there was something you could maybe change or just kind of warn yourself about what you're about to go through as a collegiate student athlete i think just um accepting the change i mean these are probably the hardest times like as an athlete mentally you go through and personally you go through there's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of self as an athlete, a person, a, a student, but just knowing that you're you're doing a good job. And at the end of the day, no matter if you had a bad play at practice or you got a bad grade on a test, like everything's going to be okay. You're doing your best. You're doing what you can do and just stop controlling. You can only control the controllables. So. You're very well spoken, Callie. Uh, it's been great to get to know you over the past uh, few minutes, and thanks for coming in today. You can tell your teammates you, you might be the best interview yet. So let, let them know that. Let them brag about it or let you brag about it. Uh, but uh, we appreciate the time on today's edition of Sub Talk Live. Thank you, guys. And we got this koozie for you oh, yeah. via UBE before I forget, like I do every time. All right. We'll be right back on Sub Dogs Live. We'll have Sophie Benkuski from the swimming team. She's a freshman. The season is underway. We'll talk to her. She's already got a couple of uh, wins under her belt as a student athlete. So we'll welcome her to the show on the other side. This is Sub Dogs Live on a Thursday. Introducing the new and improved taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar. Now more delicious. Zero never tasted so good. Try it now. Hey folks, Blake and Brad here again from Carolina Windows and Doors. Did you know that metal roofing is one of the most energy efficient and long lasting investments that you can make for your home? If you or someone you know has a roof that's taken a few hits over the years, maybe it's time you give us a call. Our state of the art metal roofs come with a world renowned Kynar resin based coating. This allows for vibrant rich colors that won't fade over time like the competition. And this Kynar coating can achieve solar reflectance of over 70%, keeping you cool in the summer. We have installation crew members that have been with Carolina Windows and Doors for over 30 years. We believe this plays a vital role in delivering the most positive customer satisfaction possible, as well as the highest quality of materials. If you're looking for a home investment that's durable and environmentally friendly, look no further than Carolina Windows and Doors. Call us today at 1-800-545-7172. That's 1-800-545-7172 and invest in your home's future. It's bow time. We gonna split this solo? No. Come on. Split the drive? No chance. What are you wearing? Split these? I thought you'd never ask. Introducing Bo's Barbecue Chicken Sandwich and Bo's Carolina Gold Chicken Sandwich. Boldly seasoned hand-breaded chicken topped with pickles, slaw, and your choice of two sauces. So good, you'll want to get both and split them with a friend. It's bow time. Visit your local Optimum store and power your home with 99.9% reliable internet. And stay connected at home and on the go with Optimum Mobile and save even more with an eligible trade-in. 
Plus, unlock exclusive Optimum Complete Savings, up to $15 a month on internet when you add mobile. Get the complete connectivity you deserve. Visit Optimum.com slash stores to find the nearest location. Get closer, go farther with Optimum. Better with Pepsi. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. Shop your home field favorites for a great selection of all new electric vehicles. Like the all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Petey the Pirate approved. And perfect for an ECU game day. Find yours today at your home team Nissan dealer. And get to the game in a new Nissan Aria. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. All right, welcome back into Subdogs Live, Thursday, October 19th edition of the show. We got our final student athlete of the night with us. I'm Stephen Igo, Macy O'Donnell. He's a former student athlete of the football team. We're going to switch gears now and talk swimming. Sophie Vinkuski, she is the initial freshman of today's show, so uh, I don't know if there will be any freshman hazing, but how, how are your nerves right now? Is this your first, like, interview college-wise? Yeah, this is kind of my first interview ever, so I'm a little nervous. First interview ever, so from Manio, North Carolina, that's, like, closer to the to beach, right? Yeah, I live, like, five minutes. Okay, but you went to Bowles School in Florida, for your prep work, which you know, I follow in football recruiting. I know they've got a really rich tradition in football. I'm assuming swimming's kind of the same same thing. Yeah, they have a huge swim team. Um, a lot of the kids go to pretty big schools. But it was definitely a really cool experience to go down there and go to school. Yeah, so what what has it been like for you, or how has it been like for you, you know, finally getting to ECU, being around teammates and competing, you know, at a pretty high level? How's that kind of been, you know, for your for your freshman year? It's been good. It's been a lot of fun. Definitely an adjustment just because you're just in a faster environment and it's more individualized too, training wise, which I've really gotten to enjoy. It's good. A lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think we, we had some of your, your teammates on here before. I think we had some of the sisters up here. Um, so I know they're, they're a little bit of older classmen. So how's that kind of been for you, you know, being around, being the young person on the team and having the older classmen to kind of teach you a little bit and show you the ropes? It's definitely nice having the upperclassmen when I have questions or just as resources to go to when I'm struggling. Um, they're all super nice and they've been very welcoming. So that's been. So who are some of the, the teammates you've really kind of created a connection with early on? Um, I've got to say Emily, Kendall, Michaela, a lot of the freshmen, um, Emily, Kendall, Michaela are actually here to support me today. How much, uh, how much did you take from, uh, from Emily's interview with us? Um, I did watch that earlier to get prepared and to see, uh, her responses and to kind of relax a little bit. Well, you're doing a great job thus far. And so. Your, your profile on ecuprox.com, it has you as a freestyle swimmer. So is that kind of what you specialize in? Yeah, I pretty much just do freestyle. Um, 50, 100, 200 freestyle, more sprint-based. Okay. And you've already had success early in your career. You, you guys have only had, what, a meet or two, but you you were victorious. Uh, I think, you know, team-wise, you are 4-0. You won all the first meet inside Minji's uh, Coliseum. So 
Take us through the early part of the year. What's it been like kind of competing for the first time? It's been good. I've had a lot of really good swims that I'm proud of. My 200 freestyle in the first meet, I won that event, which is really cool to win a college event in the first in the first meet. Um, it's def- There's a lot more competition that's more on my level, which I've liked a lot. Uh, just because racing just gets more competitive, it pushes you more. Um, but I'm proud of my swims and how I've been training already. So I'm excited for what the rest of the season. Yeah. So how was that process for, you know, coming out of high school and choosing ECU? Like, why'd you choose ECU? Did you come on a visit here and see Greenville? What was that like for you? Well, my dad actually swam here okay. when he went here. So he has talked highly of ECU throughout my childhood. Um, so that kind of based my decision. And I visited and I love campus. And I really love the coaches, the environment that we train in, just the program in general, your program. So coming in as a freshman, I'm sure you've got confidence, some expectations for yourself, but what's it been like to experience some early success, some early wins? Like how much confidence has that given you? It's given me a pretty big confidence boost, which um, I think is good, but I also have to remember that there will probably be some struggles going into the season. But I think it's a really good way to start my college experience, kind of that little boost, just to get me through even the tough times if they come. Being pretty close to home from NEO and, and you know being able to drive back home, what, what does that mean to to go to college right away? And, and I'm sure your parents are able to come watch you swim. I really have enjoyed being close to home just because um, my school is about nine hours away. So it's good to be able to see my family. And I love that they are able to come to my meets too, just because they haven't been able to come to a lot in the past few years. So that's a really good support system for me. Yeah, so I know you went to a very competitive, um, you know, high school. Um, So how has the competition level been here once you got to college? Have you been able to tell, you know, a difference or were a lot of the people you were competing with in high school, you know, kind of similar now? A lot of the people in high school are similar now, at least my teammates. because it's a pretty high-level high school. So it's kind of like a college. So coming to college, like the competition hasn't been too much of an adjustment, but definitely the practices and how much yardage we, has been a big adjustment. So we asked Emily and her sister what they would change about swimming, and they said, I think they don't want to get wet. They don't want to be in the water. So yeah. do you have a better answer, or is that your, your answer as well? Um, honestly, Sometimes in the morning when you have to jump in the water, it's a little hard just because it's so cold. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like swimming. I like being in the water. Um, maybe. <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. So now that you, you don't hate being in the water as much as them. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, when you get free time around campus thus far, again, very early, like you've probably only been here a, a few a few months, but. Anything you like to do around town or you just like to, to chill out and relax a little bit? Um, we like to go to Todd Dining Hall a lot. That's Earth. a pretty big hangout spot. Um, and we also have explored downtown Greenville quite a bit. We've gone shopping, gone to coffee shops, and we also just like to hang out. I like to take naps a lot. Okay. So what's one thing you feel like you've learned so far? I know you said the competition level is you know, pretty similar, but the training and the yardage you said was different. So what's kind of one thing you've learned so far um, in your short time here at ECU? I've learned to push myself. I kind of have a problem with pushing myself to the best of my ability. 
Like my coaches helped me a lot with that. And I've learned to not be like dreading practice as much to kind of just like go there, go in without any expectations. So like I don't um disappoint myself as much. Do you do you watch any TV or read books like to, to pass the time or listen to music? Like, what's your favorite hobby as far as that? Um, I really like to listen to music. Yeah. What do you listen to? I listen to all types of music. I really like country music. Are you gonna say Morgan Wallen? Like everybody else says? Um yeah, mostly Morgan Wallen. <laughs> Morgan Wallen and Todd Dininghall are the two yeah. most uh, yeah. very popular. Two most popular. I tell you what, if you walk into Todd Dining Hall these days, everybody might be blasting some Morgan Wallen. Yeah. And uh, is that pretty much what it's like? Is that the experience, the ECU experience? That is the ECU experience, at least for the swim team. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what, what's you guys' schedule like coming up? Like, what's your next meet? And, you know, take us through kind of your schedule. Kind of a meet next weekend, a home meet, JMU. And then after that, our next meet is in West Virginia, an invitational meet, which is kind of our mid-season meet. Then we have a few more meets, January, and then it's conference. So we still got a ways to go, but. Yeah, I know it can be easy, you know, starting your freshman year off and you're already in season kind of traveling and, and having really hard practices. But how has that, you know, worked with your schoolwork and kind of your major? Um, so I am undecided. I just kind of claimed a major. So it hasn't, school hasn't been too bad for me yet. And I have a lot of online classes, but it's definitely adjustment getting used to getting all my work done before practice and kind of like being able to focus on practice without having to stress about my work. Sophie Binkuski, it's been good to get to know you on today's edition of Sup Dogs Live. I believe we've got a Jimmy John's we got everything. We got a, wow, we got a Subtalks gift card. We got a Jimmy John's gift card. And we've got a, a keychain courtesy of UBE. So thanks for stopping by. Best of luck the rest of the season. And uh, appreciate the time. Thank you. All right. She is Sophie Vinkuski. We'll be right back on the uh, for the final segment of our show. Why no one out pizza the hut? 75 cent boneless wings. While prices go up, ours dip. Ooh-wee! Would you look at that dunk? 75 cent boneless wings from Pizza Hut. That's why no one out pizza the hut. When your pirates come out to compete, we want to make sure our team is ready and our field is too. That's why we trust Eastern Turf Maintenance to maintain our fields, and you can too. From fertilization and weed control to aeration, let the team at Eastern Turf Maintenance make your lawn the envy of the neighborhood. From the stadium to your backyard, Eastern Turf Maintenance can make your lawn game day beautiful. Stay ahead of the game. Call Eastern Turf Maintenance today for your free estimate. Being a divorce attorney isn't just a job, it's a calling. At Irons and Irons, we take that responsibility seriously. Our team of dedicated professionals is second to none. Our firm offers a level of skill and personal attention that only we can provide. If you need an experienced divorce attorney who truly cares about you and your family, 
call me today or visit our website at ironsandirons.com. I'm an average guy, a lot like you. My job took a toll on my body, but I'm not giving in to the pain, and neither should you. There's a new game when it comes down to relief from agonizing joint pain, and that's QC Kinetics. Elite athletes have used these amazing natural treatments for years. QC Kinetics, a long-lasting solution for joint pain. No surgery or downtime. You and me, we got things to do. Go ahead, coach. Come on, team, let's go! Wanna know why no one outpeaks the hunt? 75 cent boneless wings. While prices go up, ours dip. Ooh-wee! Would you look at that dunk? 75 cent boneless wings from Pizza Hut. That's why no one outpeaks the hunt. You know, Optimum Internet gives you speeds up to one gig. Wow, that's fast. With 99.9% network reliability and whole home Wi-Fi coverage. And combine internet with Optimum Mobile starting at $45 a month. Nice. It's the code. The code. Optimum Complete saves you over $600 a year versus AT&T. It's the GOAT. I'm flattered, so but there's much. so many of it. They're talking about the GOAT, our greatest offer of all time. That makes more sense. Switch to Optimum Complete starting at $45 a month. All right, welcome back in to Sup Dogs Live. It's our final segment. Quick uh, wrap-up. Great show today. Macy O'Donnell, as always, with us. Steve and I go here, and we're introducing the man behind the glass, Philip Pilkington. He's our producer on Hoist the Colors on 94.3 The Game and also our producer of Subdogs Live. So uh, you get one person clapping for you, Philip. So <laughs> Thank you, Cassidy. <laughs> How do you feel like uh, this show has grown the last few weeks? What's it been like to be a part of it? It's been a great thing to be part of it. Emily Redeker, as I say it right, is is a huge help to me. Um she helps me with all the technical stuff and shout out to Cassidy and Kendall when she was still here as the sales team and Clay. They've done a great job uh, helping us out. There's a lot of equipment and moving parts that goes into the show and everyone's done a wonderful job uh, helping out with it. And it's grown and I think the athletes are becoming more comfortable. I think they realize like I think they've been going back watching their teammates and they've become more comfortable and uh it's really been cool to get to know them because, you know, we here in the media, we get to interview the men's and women's basketball team, the football team, the baseball team. But we don't get to talk to these other athletes. So it's great to get to know them. And, uh, you know, they work just as hard as the, uh, you know, the sports that are the revenue sports. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been awesome to, to get to know. And and I think they're getting a scouting report on us, Macy. They they're like they're getting too <laughs> comfortable when they come. So we're going to start mixing it up for Pretty the well. the, uh, the future student athletes. What do you think? Yeah, we definitely do. I think they have cheat seats around there and. People are giving them a heads up of how we're going to grill them. But I think it's been really good so far. And uh, I do have a question for Philip because we do work together on the sidelines. Well, he he's in the studio. I'm in the sidelines. But uh, what's your preview kind of for this week's game? I know we have Charlotte here at 2 p.m. on Saturday for homecoming. So I know you're really locked into the game. So what's your kind of preview and, and thought process for this weekend's football game? You know, it's going to be interesting to see what quarterback Charlotte goes with. You know, they're going two different quarterbacks and they are post so much different styles. I think even more so of a difference than Alex and Mason. So uh, I think as long as our defense is prepared for both, which knowing Coach Harrell, they definitely will be. But um, it's probably going to be a low-scoring game. So we're going to need that big special teams play probably or that sure. big defensive play to, tur- to turn the tide. And the big thing is not making that mistake, not letting the other team have that big play because you made a mistake. No dumb penalties. Um, I think we've cleaned up the dead ball both pre and post-snap or – pre-snap and post-whistle over the last few weeks, which is great. It's been a, mostly penalties have been live ball, and that's just part of the game. So uh, can't make the big mistake. Sure. 
He is Philip Pilkington. Philip, thanks for all your hard work, man. I wanted to appreciate get you it. on, and I'm sure we'll get you on in front of the camera again here shortly. I appreciate it. Emily's debut is coming soon, so uh, get ready for that, Emily Mayfield. She's shaking her head now. Thanks, as always, man. Good job. All right, we're going to get out of here. This has been Sup Dogs Live. We will be back with you next Thursday, 5 to 6, with another cast of student-athletes. Until then, have a good evening. We'll talk to you then.